Okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Just give me a high sign. Okay. Is everyone okay? Good afternoon. Well, well, well. There are many coaches who seems to operate on the wrong side of wisdom and without patience to develop a winning culture. There are otherwise still coaches who wisely train and wait for their men to begin to believe, to believe in the team, the team skills they, are, they already have but wait, waiting patiently on each of, each of them to know how to use those developing skills. Our agape, amazing coach has been wise to slowly teach each member of his team to believe in the one who gave skills and to wait and to patiently wait on their understanding of those gift, those skills. Just like Coach Harvey Nunn Rust, Rusty Russell, who was a man of faith, Coach Russell was an American football coach at the high school level and junior college and college level in the state of, of Texas. There's a movie titled The Mighty Orphans. It is a true story about a man who coached a team of orphans. This team was called the 12 Mighty Mites. That seems like an unusual name for a team, but this is a group of young people who really didn't understand football, but they ruled their division under the leadership of Coach Russell, who is a strong believer and God. Coach Russell was a, a godly man who faced down many different obstacles, like not having shoes. They didn't have shoes to play. They didn't have shoes to, to go to school. They had no uniforms in order to play. The number one thing they didn't have, which is a football. He took um, something and fashioned it like a football to, to practice with. The first one they, he made just uh, was a, uh, messed up. It just exploded when they started um, practicing. But Coach Russell 
he had he faced down these difficulties uh, and other challenges that he had to. We'll get to that later. Both Coach Russell and our amazing coach, James E. Chern, who, who led, who was led by the Holy Spirit before addressing the various challenges that occurred over, over a number of years. Let's go to our scripture. Isaiah 11, 2, and 3. Verse 2, the spirit of the Lord rests on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. And the spirit and spirit of not of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. Verse three, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by, by what he hears with his ears. Moving on. When Scott Russell found out that the, the, that op the opposition was coming from part of the school training administration who worked some of the, the young players so hard that they could barely exercise. Can you imagine this? He had... Um, he had uh, developed a business right in the orphans and he worked them. He got cheap labor and worked them so hard that um, they, they couldn't hardly do anything. You know, um, Coach Russell was angry and decided to exercise the wisdom of God, God's word to get a clear understanding how to deal with this problem. <clears throat> Proverbs 3, 5, it says, lean not on your own understanding, trust in God. Trust, trust in God, no, excuse me. Trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So Coach Russell was led by God to go to the right administrator there at the orphanage to uh, resolve this problem or some problems, because there are many obstacles. And, and the person that was there was running, throwing roadblocks all every which way but loose. Um, Coach, Coach Russell was an excellent teacher and worked hard to develop a football team at the orphanage in Fort Worth, Texas from 1929 to 1941. It was called 
the Masonic home and school. He taught a group of young boys about football and helped them to understand how to play efficiently as a skilled group. You know, that took a lot of effort and a lot of understanding and a lot of patience um, for, because some of them didn't have a clue at all. And they were very impatient. But he helped them to understand that they couldn't win against the bigger players, bigger, stronger players in a game because of their statue. They was they were like uh, like Mighty Mouse against uh, the cat that he fought all the time. This is and these guys were. These guys were so big and they look like little boys compared to them. But he helped them to, to, to understand in a game, in order to play um, faster, he developed a, a, a different football formation in order to play faster against bigger and stronger players. The coach developed this formation called the spread formation. Who also traditionally move much slower. These players, the big players move slower. So he utilized um, the smaller players um, to work from the spread offense. Cause you see it today. Um, some of the um, formations that they use today, even today they spread out because you got big players across the line, even like in, in facing the giants, these big guys are running straight to certain players that they think they're going to get the ball, but they, this spread offense, uh, spread offense, went outside, out to the outside, and they could run faster to get around these big, big guys. I guess you want to call you can call it facing the giants. Hey, it was intimidating. They want to run up in the middle against these these big guys. So he's he spread he. <coughs> He utilized the smaller players because of their size. They were quicker, faster. They could move around these these big um, um, traditional um, formations. This formation created by Coach Russell is now an accepted, established, and widely used strategy today, um, today in football in the National Football League. Nationwide, um, he he was the author of that. He he, um, Coach Russell was very creative and wise in how to use each player on his team. He even changed the face of football, football of the football game. 
after he used this strategy with his players, he led them to victory after victory, which resulted in them playing in the championship game. Though his leadership, through his leadership, this coach taught them how to play to, to the best of their ability. You know, in the beginning, these, these young boys didn't know football from a, from a, um, a line. You know, they had to play two-way. They had to play offense and defense. So he taught them everything he knew about football and how to utilize each of their skills and talents. Um, to play as a team, no, no matter the outcome of the game, over the course of their winning season, these underdogs, their, their resilient spirit became an inspiration to this, their city, their state, and their, and their entire, and this entire nation in need of a, a rebound, even catching the attention of President Roosevelt. This, this team, little no, no man, nobody team, they came from out of nowhere. They lost their first game miserably because they didn't understand how to play against these big players. So they got clobbered. It was, uh, I can't remember the score. It was 37 to, to something, you know, but they got clobbered. After Coach Russell changed the formation, changed that formation and split out various players, players that were fast, instead of um, running up the middle, he ran outside. And um, the bigger, slower guys couldn't catch up with him. He just, you know, um, Coach Russell and Pastor have so much in common, adaptability. Coach Russell worked the poor conditions at the Masonic home. He also had no football equipment to train the young boys how to use the equipment. And the opposing, um, the opposition was coming from the school to stop the football training. You know, um, it's bad enough not having the tools. It's bad enough not having shoes, first of all. When you're running on the field, if you don't have the right shoes, you're going to slip and slide all over the place. But because he, he was an excellent teacher, he taught them, and he, by the by the wisdom and the knowledge of he had, he somehow got them shoes. Um, some people donated um, some, some jerseys, some made up jersey. They took no name jerseys and, and made them up and gave them to, gave to him. And um, someone gave them a football to practice with. 
Kurtz Churn had a, had to deal with even harsher conditions at his his church. For example, a leaky roof, a copper pipe, copper pipe stolen by unknown people, and other Christians leaving Agape because they said God told them to. Now, I'm not going against that, but you know, uh, God told them to, to leave. And you know, that could be, that could be frustrating, but Pastor Churn, like um, Pastor Russell, they, they, their faith was in God. It, though it was hard, they stayed the course. They had faith. It, it wasn't, they didn't allow their faith to be shaken to the core. I, I mean, these men, men of God, may, may have um, felt um, like it's all on them and felt isolated. But, you know, because they were men of God, they looked to the Lord. Um, the scripture says, when you, when you have faith in the wisdom of God, hey, look. You can overcome anything and everything, you know, because they adapted to to um to what they had to deal with. They adapted. And they found ways to get past that. Coach Russell was very creative and wise how to use each player on his team. He even changed the face of the football game. After he used this strategy with his players, he led them to victory after victory, which resulted in them playing in the championship game. They lost the first game because they, they lacked the understanding how to, to line up, to um, block, and, and so on and so on. But this coach got them together. He developed um, this formation and they practiced. They practiced, practiced, practiced. And doing so, they were able to win game after game after game after game because of this coach, this godly man of God that blessed them, that taught them how to play the best, best of their ability and to play as a team, as a team. Um, if you look at in the, in the um, national football, coaches that, that train them to play as a team, not individual, but as a team, to utilize your skills, your skills for the team, you can, you can gain victory after victory after victory when you play together. Um, no matter the outcome of the game, over the course of their winning season, these underdogs and their resilient spirit became an inspiration to the city, to the state, and the entire na nation in need of 
a rebound, even catching the attention of, guess who? President Roosevelt at the time. I just want to tell you this. I didn't put it down, but I remember there was a time when, because of these mighty mics, that's what they call them, mighty mics, um, these orphans had no fathers, had mothers that rejected them. They were angry, uh, disorganized, but this man of God brought them together as a fine-tuned team, winning. They did nothing else but win. And, and so much so that President Roosevelt, they caught the eye of President Roosevelt. They took this team to court and tried to um, tell them that they were disqualified to play the championship. They didn't want to play. They didn't want this team to play a team that um, could very easily win the championship. But the people that, that they won games after game, especially one coach, he was in league with his brother who worked at the, the um, school who ran an illegal um, workforce um, slave a slave uh, like a sweat sweat sweatshop, you know, with these kids. They oppose the coach and the team. They try to disqualify one of the main players because these they said he was too old. There were two brothers that had the same name. One was um, Junior. And one was the third. And the third, they was trying to call the third the junior, which made him 18, uh, 17. I forget exactly what it was. But anyway, it was enough to disqualify them. And then when they found out that he wasn't as old as they said, well, the guy was saying, well, that's too bad. I'm going to disqualify y'all anyway, because, you know, all, all the stuff is going around and it's going to create a problem, this, this, and that. At that time, because these men were faithful, because they looked to the Lord, uh, they took it to the Lord. Um, Kurt Russell spoke, but instead of listening, he said, well, we're going to disqualify you anyway. You're not playing. Then he got a call. And the call came from the president. Uh, he said before the call came, say, even if the president called me and say such and such, a, I'm just still going to disqualify you. After he, he, he took the call, and when he came back, he said, case is over. Y'all go ahead and play. You know, not just in those words, but in that way, because God prevailed. You know, sometimes God touches hearts. And um, these coaches have faith. Coach Russell, Coach Pass, um, Coach Churn. Like I said, um, both were passionate about teaching, innovative ideas, great at encouraging others to overcome different situations. And, and there were so many other 
challenges they had to face. Coach Russell taught the youth how to work with others, set up, setting up the offensive and defensive football lines. He taught them. He taught them to work together to accomplish different things. You know, at the, the orphanage, they had challenge school chores. They had chores there, and their schoolwork. They worked together to work with help each other to to get their schoolwork done. There, you know, there's math and there's reading and there's uh, uh, whatever courses, whatever classes they had. They worked together to to. Um, accomplish that because you know in athletics if you don't pass you don't play you know so it was like that they worked they helped each other and they are are they were considered a family he taught them to to believe in each other to work together not just on the football field but outside of the, the football field because life didn't wasn't always on the field, but they had to deal with things that that was harsh, the words and things that were said to them. Um, there were things to make them feel ugly, um, feel bad because they didn't have a father or a mother, you know, and they were by themselves. So they themselves were family. They taught them that they were family. They they could accomplish anything if they stuck together and worked it out. Um, and so he taught many, um, many things, things that carried them through um, everything they did. He encouraged them to help and to depend on each other. Uh, um, just work and stay together and you can accomplish. Coach Churn is, is a awesome teacher, awesome preacher. He's a counselor. He's a godly example for Christian men. He taught many books in the Bible, especially the book of Romans, which is his favorite. He had a relentless nature when helping someone to understand things and encouraging them to do something or get a benefit that owed to them. And I know that so well. I know that so well because I would have missed out on something that, um, that was due me but I was confused about the, the stuff that my old job did. And had it not been for him, <laughs> I would not have gotten it. You know, I fought, he encouraged me to fight for, for right because it was right for me to get what I got. You know, I thank God for this man. Once I, one time I told him, when I told Coach that he's like a bulldog with a bone and won't let go. That relentless, that tenacious nature he has, he, he would not let it go. He said, Al, did you call? 
Al, did you check it out? Al, what's going on? And wouldn't let it go until I got what I what it was due to me. Um, God had blessed these two coaches with wisdom that speaks for itself in all that they do. There are no perfect, they are not perfect men, but they're getting closer than others. You know, if when you know someone in your life that is steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work that the Lord sent you to do, you're going to get it done. Because who's greater than God? Who, who can stop God? No one. And because of these men, this man, Scripture says, once again, blessed are those who find wisdom, who gain understanding. Understanding is everything. When you understand, you can move forward and you can do things, do it the right way. Scripture 14 says, she is more profitable than silver and yield better return, returns than gold. And it, it, you know, these scriptures helped, helped so much and blessed him so much. He walked in it. You know, he's a, he's a man of faith, a man of wisdom. You know, he has a nickname that's called Uje. Uje. One of his, his um, emails is titled Kuja. Both coaches brought trust, faith, and unity to a multitude of different people. Thank you, coach, for your tenacious, your determined, your never say no, never say no. Thank you for the man of God that you are. I thank you for, for the love that you've shown us, for how you blessed us in so many ways. The Lord used you to help us to be who we are. Without, without you, I could not accomplish some of the things that I have. And when I look back, when I look back, reflecting, I see this man standing over me. All right, Al, get it done. You got to do it. I'm not going to stop until you do it. I thank God for you, for who you are. That man, that man of God that placed my life, that blessed me. Um, I'm a lot older than you, but you're more wiser than I am. Um, I've been called wise, but the godly wisdom that God has given you far exceeds anything that I have. 
because you stayed before the Lord. You're like, um, I can't remember who it was. Um, it's right on the top of my head, but you're like um, the one that held on to um, God and he wouldn't let go until he, he heard him, you know, and he blessed him. And that's you holding on, not letting go. Because even now with the knowledge that you have, uh, many say that you, you're the man, but you, you didn't stop there. You're not stopping it there. You're going on in your studies because you want more from God. And that, that is a, a godly example of, of a man, of a pastor, of a coach that encourages us to, to reach for higher heights and to go deeper depths in, in the Lord. Thank you. God bless. Let us bow.